I ran, I ran uh, Carmen San Diego a few weeks ago, the old one. I found it online and played it. It was There's really a underwhelmed. I, I There's know. a new one on Netflix. Oh shit! Where no, in the no, world is Carmen San Diego? Oh no, it's originally a game. You know that, right? Originally a game. It is a video yeah, game yeah. originally. Oh, so I played the original video I game. I want to play it. I'll put put the links on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got I was into really gaming. Underwhelmed. <laughs> I, I got into gaming during COVID, and you would be you very <laughs> underwhelmed of all the stuff I'm playing. You would be so disappointed. What, what, what are you playing? Anything? Animal Crossing. N- no, no, she didn't start. I, I wanted her it's to start. It's such a game. I'm so sorry. Exactly. I'm afraid of getting addicted. I'm already addicted to Homescapes, which is the stupidest game in the world. Okay. Basically, you keep playing like puzzle stuff, and it's very much like that. Um, yeah, I don't even have the brain power. I don't know. I spend hours on it. It's so sad. But the games that I actually enjoy where I'm not like just killing my brain is um, anything on Apple Arcade. I've really liked a I lot of their start, stuff. I haven't started on Apple Arcade yet. The stuff that Apple produced is really impressive. It's very pretty. Are they like mobile games? Uh, yeah, you can do a lot with uh, the different... Each game has a, a different restriction of what platform they're on, and you can use a controller or not. You can some of them you can use it just with the remote. It's really impressive how they like what re, remote? You know the Apple TV. Apple TV ah, remote? you're playing on Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. Oh, only mm-hmm. the new Apple Hakim TV. Hakim would not approve, probably. Hakim is just grateful that I'm into gaming, and I got into D and D. Okay. Hakim is so relieved uh, well, that khalas, I I'm, made that jump. I'm waiting him. for him to come back because we want to do a D&D episode. Mm. Okay. The way we actually I'm play. I'm glad you said yes. you didn't say a D&D podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes. no, no, no. Because this just, is something just, you would do. Like. No, no. <laughs> just an annual D&D Mustadfir episode. Yes. Where I've, we never, played I've never Dungeons played D&D. Oh I, never, I never did. Hakim, so what I want to do with Hakim, which I'm totally ruining it now, because I should probably keep this quiet. I'm the only one with this business idea. So Hakim, imagine, he is a dungeon master. He has accents. He's a performer. Yes. He's a writer. He's great. Who would, would be not great for this. want to pay for a one-shot D&D game of, okay, sir, I'm paying you. And then I can be like the tutorial person of like, hi, I'm going to help you create your character and stuff. And then, khalas, we have that what as is a business. Like a video game or like... On VHS or what? What, D&D? To help people play like, D&D, yeah. you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. literally, like a... Physically? D&D... Or it's online. D&D consultant team. Where if you and your friends want to play D&D, but you don't want to deal your with the rules... population is exactly four. La, 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 la. Saudi Arabia, I mean. No, no, no D&D is going crazy, especially with COVID. Now everybody's on Zoom yeah. and Critical Role and, and YouTube. And House Zufi, I think mm. they have a D&D podcast. Ooh. Where they just come together and play D and D. But I talked with Abdul Hakim on uh, about D and D when we went to Riyadh do the to do the Afrut thingy for that the health whatever it is that we went to. I don't even know the name of it, but it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, we we were talking about it and I told them I always wanted to play D and D for people who don't know Dungeons and Dragons, but I never got an opportunity to because I didn't have anybody to play with mm. or to, to even just explain the game. Mm. So Hakim told me that how he plays it and how he st- he forces everybody to stay in character which is amazing yeah 
and just for me also being like a, a character actor it's it's, it's amazing it's just, just to, to, to play no, you just play Rami I suck. <laughs> it's gonna I be great no, the beauty is is you can you can use your habits to explain away so for me for example um, I have I'm a total noob when it comes to the D&D campaign that I'm a part of now we've been together for four months probably gonna be together for life I think anyway so I'm a noob how I explain that away is the character is a strong, silent type. So when she doesn't react, it's because she's so strong. But actually, it's because hodor. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'll just be hodor. Hodor. Exactly. Hodor. Exactly. <laughs> but but it's, it, it should be amazing. So I told them, listen, this is what we want to do. We want to do like an annual Mustadfir D&D thing where we will have people sitting and watching My us annual. play. I want to do it like once a year. Because you're basically explaining what right. annual means. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Amar. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I feel like it's it's something that's fun to do. And it's like, I want to keep doing it, but I don't want to commit to something that you, you have to do it always. So it's just like, oh, you know what? Just once a year. Once a year, we would come together and do it because it's, I, I feel it's, it's nice, but I want to try it out once. At least yeah. see, see how, if, it, if it works. Then we can do it again. But I think it, you can you can make a whole spectacle out of it because if you have the right people, like Hakim is a performer. Mm-hmm. I'm a performer. I know other people who are performers. There was the best. Did you watch the Guild? It's uh, it, it was a YouTube thing that Felicia Day no started. So good. Please watch it. So it was a YouTube series before YouTube series were normal, mm-hmm. and um. It's basically where in this world, there's a World of Warcraft type of game that her and her guild are a part of, and then they meet, and it's very cute. Like, there's drama. It's like a rom-com meets a sitcom meets a, meets a gaming thing. What, what's she up to now? Feel uh... She has several books out, and she uh, has Geek, Geek and Sundry is still going. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, and she has books, but the reason why I bring her up was because the the cast of the guild, what is it, ten years later, seven years later, got together to play D and D together, and it is the best thing that I could have ever imagined to understand the game enough to play with people now. No, I think I think it's amazing. What, what I what I saw was uh, Harmon's quest. Did any of you see it? Nope. Mm-mm. It's Dan Harmon, the guy, oh. the co-creator of Community. Rick and Morty oh. and Community. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so they had, I don't know if they stopped it or not, but they had like a Dungeons and Dragons show where they have audience, mm-hmm. they sit, they play. And then as they're playing, of course, they, they play it. It's pre-recorded and everything. But when you watch the show, you would see actual animation of the campaign. Oh, cool. And you see them in character, like and and them like voice acting, but it's but it's just them playing and somebody animating based on what I they love did. it. I love it. Amazing! It's an amazing show. So when I saw it, it's like if you have the right people playing, it's very entertaining. Even if you know nothing about the game, it's just entertaining for you to hear these characters and see these people. You know, and everything is is just happening in real time, so you don't know what what to expect. It's not scripted, and when you have somebody who's like Hakim, who's like really uh, like a great dungeon master mm. that just makes it uh, super entertaining vin diesel is a D fan he plays regularly and uh uh sofia vergara's husband what's his name the cutie patootie 
Yeah, I don't think we would. We don't care about this. He was on Magic Mike. All I know from Magic Mike is Channing Tatum. What else did you do during lockdown besides video games? Talking about video games, the one I, I I was hooked during the during the the quarantine on two games. The f- first half of the quarantine, um, I was hooked on NBA Jam on on iPhone. Mm. It's amazing mm. if you haven't played it. I can't imagine myself playing a video game on a mo- mobile I, phone. I didn't. It was hard at the beginning, the first few days. But once you get the hang of it, when I went back to Nintendo and wanted to play the actual NBA Jam, I couldn't. It's like the Nintendo one was just amazing. Sorry, the the iPhone one. And then NBA Jam. I guess it's more NBA intuitive, Jam. right? Because oh. you have to touch the actual screen, so like yes. it's less of a barrier. Yeah, mm. yeah, and 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 the response of it is is amazing. So NBA Jam is like two on two. Uh, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. So it, it. I have it actually. Okay, on then the play Super it. Nintendo. No, no, play it on i. On, I have on it phone. on the Super Nintendo. No. Play it on your phone. No. <laughs> um, and oh, the second cool. the second game I got hooked on is Animal Crossing. Mm. Um, it's like just. How big is your city now? It, it's it's one size. You can't make it, big, but you redesign it. Mm. So now I we used to like when no, we, it's not one size. It's just your, your island. The is island one is size. one size. Yeah. For my island right now, because it's neglected and just withering away. Now you have cockroaches uh, in your house. I don't know. I haven't uh, played it for <laughs> months now. Yeah, so you have cockroaches in your F- house. Uh, yeah, and it's just the, am- the, amount, the amount of stuff that you built on the island is what matters. Like no. for me, I just have like five houses or something. We had. like the villagers or islanders in different houses in different locations in the island. And now that I've, because one of the things you do is like you, you expand your house mm. until it gets to a certain size. You have like four, four or five rooms and then you can't expand anymore and I you have to like pay your loans. I need to tell listeners that Ahmad is looking at me explaining this and I have yes. a feeling that he's trying to convince me. No, 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 don't while play. He's saying it. You don't have to play. Reverse like, psychology, I like it. It's a Khaira game. <laughs> it is a Khaira game. It is really a Khaira game. That's awesome. But it's, um, so after I finished, so now I don't have to pay any loans. Khalas, I paid everything. So now I'm spending money to update the island and make it better. Of course, all my training as a urban designer and landscape architect is coming. That's why I love the game. Oh. So now I designed like a whole section of the island, like a hill that we have was untouched. I just like... fixed it up and made like a whole like a uh, residential district for all the islanders like same like plots of land designed like unified and everything and then we had to like for the last three four days we we're just moving everybody because dana and i are playing with the uh, it's dana's island yeah so um she has is it dana's island it, it is and she hired me as the designer <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant I'm serious and she's like okay you do how much is she paying you I want to see what I can hire my dad to do that's amazing yeah no she, she's like and she's like when you're finished with this I need you to move my house and design <laughs> like she, she, she saved like the highest hilltop in the island that's for her mm. she's like after we finish everything just build some stairs to go up and then move my house over there <laughs> it's like yes ma'am Yes, she's the mayor. Okay, these things are very expensive. I, I did a ramp and they're asking me for 200,000 yes. bells. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? That's a lot. Yeah, bells? but after... after bells bells is, like is the, the currency. The currency, okay. yeah. But after, after you finish everything, now I'm just accumulating money and there's nothing to spend it on. I mean, How are you, you accumulating money? You have to harvest, right? Yeah, harvest and fish and... and, and, and yeah, that's all of work. So, yeah, but I'm it's... I'm not saying any money and getting all this uh, money. Well, you have to work. No, I to want some money. passive income. 
<laughs> well, you can use cheat codes and cheat. I'm methods. sure you can pay. You can just buy b- buttons, no. right? You can try no. prostitution if you want. What? In not, the game? No, not in the game. No. No. <laughs> no. It's a kids friendly game. <laughs> because this is this is just to it, you could have easily just gone with that by the way because I have no idea about it. I don't know, you know, when there's something that suits me or they're, when there's something that I should they're be They're cute doing. fuzzy animals. <laughs> I have a block where for some reason, I just, when people tell me, oh, Khaira, you have to try this, for some reason, that's when rebel Khaira comes up. Totally useless. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. But in my head, I'm like, that's shukran. You think you figured me out? No, yeah. you haven't. Exactly. <laughs> and why? And this has happened so many times. How long ago did Hakim tell me to play D&D? How long ago did people tell me Vampire Weekend, the band? Um, okay. everybody was like, oh, Khaira, you have to listen to them. And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't care what you say. And then I ended You're up the loving them. <laughs> and then I loved them like 15 years later and I could have easily made friends who loved them and I could have easily gone to a concert and what are you going to do? Did we start recording? We did. You know it. أنا رامي طيبة. وأنا عمار صبان. أنا خيرة بندوجي. أهلا وسهلا. يا أصدقائي. خيرة خيرة Guess who's back? أمس صرخت على واحد بالعربي. Nice. I was very impressed with myself. Well, you should be. Yeah. Well, for anybody. When I'm angry, what what I I can handle it. You're like Ricky Ricardo. It's such a sad story. <laughs> I won't go into the specifics, but I'm babysitting my parents' house, right? It's for COVID time because they're out of town. They're, they got locked out of Saudi. So I've been in their house and there's an elevator. And the maids got stuck in the elevator and it wasn't moving for 20 minutes and it's so hot. So when the elevator guy came, because they do preventative maintenance, prevent preventing stuff like this. Do. And then it happened, and it's the second time it happened in two months. Don't tell me that's normal. If I flipped the F out in Arabic because he was Egyptian. so I would like okay. to see that. Yeah. <laughs> you flipping out in Arabic. Yeah. I was so impressed. I was telling him like how Asansar. Asansar is not Arabic. No. But I, I, I said it all on my own without him correcting me or giving me words. <laughs> of course he won't. So, <laughs> who's so like correct somebody while they're being chastised? You'd be surprised. <laughs> really? I get corrected so much. Could it be a gender thing? I don't know. But every time I go ballistic, Because it's a like it takes Depends a lot. On who you're going ballistic on? It takes a lot for me to be ballist- to go ballistic. I've only ever been exposed to IT teams when I was an IT project manager or marketing teams or. But it's or always been in corporate. <laughs> I never went ballistic on you guys. Can you imagine? That was not ballistic. No. Okay. There's a bigger. There's a bigger version. 
I was really strict and I was very like, okay, we need to do this because it's important. But no, I go crazy. I start cussing because I naturally, I cussing love- Cussing in Arabic? Uh, no, no, no. English. That's when my that's KK my go cray cray. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> I want to make that into a book. Um, but when I, uh, Aslan, Aslan, before you guys met me, before Hakim worked his wonders and turned me into a full human, um, I loved cussing. I was so into, I had I a mouth of a sailor. A couple of times before you and Hakim were a thing. No, we were a thing, but we were really? just underground. Oh, okay. We were like, so when, when Geekfest, no, no, when Geekfest happened, you and Hakim were together. We were super together. That's oh, okay. why. That's why okay. he was doing the Nokia thing. Oh, mm. what Nokia thing? So Hakim was. Uh, we we got sponsorship from Nokia, and Hakim was on the guy's side as the. Ah, okay. On uh, as like the during, MC. During Geekfest. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he was the MC. Why was he the MC? Does he care about volunteering? Does he care about the geek community? No, he he was just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm a performer. I can perform. Sure, I can pretend to be a doctor. That gives Nokia <laughs> no, subscriptions. I am a doctor. Yeah, mm. yeah. No, for anybody who's listening who doesn't know, this episode is English, so that Khaira would be comfortable talking with us. You can talk Arabic. No, you know why? Because a lot of people, hmm. not that we care, hmm. but a lot of people are like, um, they don't like it when we mix a lot. So it's like mix a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, this is wild. This is information that I was not aware of. Are you telling me Mm -hmm. that people who like who know Arabic and English Mm -hmm. would prefer hold on, hold on, hold on. Would prefer it only being in one language, even though they know both? No. I mean I'm not sure. It depends on personalities, really. Yes, but it's like a lot of the comments we got, even from people that I personally know, mm. that it's like it's very annoying switching between Arabic and English. I think one of the one for one of two reasons: mm. one, because um, they feel like you should be proud of your language and just use one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is like they f- some some I don't know. Some people Again, might see it showing off to like uh, culture. Mm. Uh, for me and even Amar and probably to an extent you you mix mm-hmm. um even on your personal level like with my wife with my brothers we mix mm-hmm. uh so it's not anything other people they don't do that they just either switch between arabic or english they don't mm-hmm. mix mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a cultural thing i think so if you're if you are uh used to doing that uh, it doesn't sound so foreign to your ear and you accept it. Yeah. But if, if you never do that, or you just use English in a business context, and when at home you just use Arabic, Adi, mm. it just sounds so harsh, mm. I think. Yeah, and I thought of it, if, if you're going to be talking in English, I mean, in, in this whole episode, mm. wh- wh- why are we talking in Arabic? Yeah. Because nobody, if, if somebody doesn't understand what you're saying, they're not going to listen to the episode anyways. How many times have you wished that you could listen to a conversation and just not understand what one annoying person was saying? <laughs> Honestly, no. That's that's too annoying to me because I want to understand what anybody's saying. It's okay. like it it doesn't make sense if like two people are speaking Arabic and one person is speaking English and and, and it never really happens. Hmm. Yeah, it, 
for he, at least to my knowledge in the Arab region yeah you never hear a podcast where Italian and English intermix exactly or Chinese and English well maybe there is but it would be very local yeah and the only person that I know that understand fully understand almost fully understands Arabic but doesn't speak it is you so I only have this experience with you that's wild <laughs> I know so many people by the way you guys are broke uh, I was thinking I should set up Um, a community for Arabs who don't know Arabic because there's a lot of us. Yeah. We're all... So what I've noticed is that Arabs... Understand but cannot speak or there are some Arabs who are just ethnically or whatever you want to call it Arab but they don't either speak or understand. One thing that I see again and again and again is that people could speak and people could try and they could practice and they could get better but... There's a huge gap between when someone who speaks Arabic will tolerate your shitty Arabic. Oops, sorry. Your bad Arabic. <laughs> We don't care. <laughs> We don't care. We stopped sleeping ages ago. <laughs> so um, there's a huge gap where there's a threshold of this is how much... like. There's a starting point of what Arabic you're allowed to speak in order to express yourself in Arabic, which is interesting because it's reflected in like how we view the news or any formal. I think in, in the Arabic world, we do have a very clear difference between, okay, you use this Arabic for this thing. And uh, when you do tafsir, you use this Arabic. When you use news, you use this Arabic. When you use air business, you you know, yeah. so it's compartmentalized. Whereas in English, it's because English. yeah, because they couldn't they couldn't not be inclusive. You know what the country does it really well? India and Pakistan, um, they have a really good way of mixing. But they have like English and languages. Language. Uh, okay, you mean like mix- on media? Yeah, yeah. Like it, I can watch a whole movie and like thirty percent of it is English words. Yeah. No, but I think our problem is fusha and uh, ammi, mm. right? Mm. Uh, when you go down the street, I remember you said, "Where is the biqali?" You said, "Ain yeah. biqala." He was just like, "You get like these weird <laughs> stares." <laughs> but that's Arabic, and yeah. anybody who's like non-Arabic speaker. Uh, trying to learn Arabic, they always have this dilemma. I see it on forums. Like, should I learn, I think it's called MSA or uh, like a dialect? Mm. It's always that's the first question they need to decide or you know, first decision they need to decide. It's one, conditional. One of the issues with Fusha Arabic, is mm. even if you want to speak it mm. or use it, Everybody is going to correct you when you're using it because not everybody's fully aware of the grammar. And if everybody's going to correct me, I'd rather use Ami because nobody's, nobody's going to correct nobody's me. Nobody's really going to correct you. No, you'd be surprised. You're just on, on Iftah Simsim. You had that guy who was just... Uh, and he no, wanted I've to never... I, look, my mom is like... Fusha uh, Nazi when it comes to if you're speaking Fusha yes okay like, when when al-mansub yes of course somebody's gonna correct you but that's also an Ammi not to the same extent they they correct your accent more it's, so it's, 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 it's grammar listen listen the issue is that it's, it's not in my case <laughs> You're like, like you're, you're a lost like, kid. You're a lost exactly, kid. exactly. That's exactly what people. Way do. more problems. I I say a sentence and then they're like, 
at least I understood what words she said. Exactly. Find how she put it together. No, but it's like people see it as a sense of pride. Mm. If if yes. if you mistake yes. Arabic, it's I like, oh my God, it's like, this is who we are. You cannot butcher that. No, yep. it's not that. But يعني, sometimes you say Muslimin or Muslimun. يعني, if it's Mansub, you say Muslimin. Yani. You, you know, one time I did like a stupid video. Like we were we were in Abu Dhabi. Uh, Abdullah, Rafa, myself, uh, my, my friend Amr Dia, and our friend, uh, Emirati friend Fatma Al Mihari. And we went out to have dinner in Fatma celebration. So funny. She's amazing. And she's a doofus. We went out to have uh, dinner on the Saudi National Day. Okay, as a celebration. So we all dressed up in thobes. She dressed up in like a, 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 a green thobe, like just an Arabic thobe to, to celebrate. And we went out and had sushi, of all nice, things. Nice. So that's so Saudi, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we went out of the as we're going out of the restaurant. Abu Dhabi had like fireworks in celebration of the Saudi national Aww. day. So we were outside. So Abdullah took out his phone and he was taking a video. So I stood in front of the camera as if I'm a reporter, and I had no mic, so I had my water bottle. So I had the water bottle and just like just reporting how this like Abu Dhabi is celebrating. And I said, instead of Izzail Mushahideen, I think Mushahidun something. I said it like in, in stupid grammar because I was being stupid. Yeah. You know? It's oh, dark. you didn't know better. <laughs> no, no. It was dark okay. and I was being stupid. And I was like, because you never have a reporter who, who you know, mistakes, uh, does mistakes in grammar and stuff. And somebody commented, and Abdullah posted it on Twitter. Hmm. And somebody commented, is like, where do you get these newscasters and reporters uh, okay. and they're supposed to be educated and they're supposed to do this you're and, holding a water bottle <laughs> and I'm why, like why are you going on Abdullah has, uh, no no he tagged me no 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 but I mean like his ah, tweet okay, 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 he okay. is like in comedy and animation why do you think that I, it's a real I don't know cast? but because I was speaking in Fusha it was like I was wearing a thobe and a ghutra and everything <laughs> <laughs> and it was dark, and it's like fireworks behind me, and the guy and thought. You couldn't tell that it was a mic. And, and the, yeah, and the funny thing is, like, I'm standing there talking with the water bottle, and in the background you see Amr and Fatma running to the street because they want to get a better look for to in, to see the fireworks, and you see these two doofuses, like adults, male and female, running in the background. <laughs> <laughs> me, Abdullah is like laughing and shaking the camera. Me, you know, in the dark with a water bottle. And this guy thought it was real. But I'm... I'll... And he got offended. That was the point of the whole story. He got offended because of like the, the stupid mistake that I made deliberately yeah. to make it funny. Yeah. I think um, it just happens, especially Twitter. It's not... Twitter isn't a good representation of what actually offends people because I feel like there's so much information... That by the time someone gets offended, they're not gonna make sure if they're offended for the th- same thing that the they're person tried. For the sake of being offended, I think so. Like I think people jump on Twitter to be like, "I feel self-destructive and I want to be annoyed and I want to be angry." Let me go on Twitter. Twitter sucks. No, I don't think so. I don't like Twitter. So, so speaking of uh, <laughs> <laughs> o- offending people, I wanted to start the. Uh, the podcast with the story oh the, canada the canada story canada. oh yes so yeah my <laughs> uncle was studying uh uh medicine in canada in the 80s so you know in like in, in in like in the west you always have this arabic store where they sell arabic stuff and they can 
like bake stuff for you, kunafa and whatever. So this, uh, my uncle went, wanted uh, kunafa with the moz, with mm-hmm. bananas. Mm. It's a Macaui thing, right? Yep. Um, so he got, went and got, bought some bananas. And I don't went. think I've ever tried it, by the way. You should. That's the okay. only kunafa I eat. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So he Banana. bought some bananas and went to this Arabic store. It was Egyptian run. And he stood in line. In front of him, there was this guy arguing with the Egyptian, like, behind the cashier. They were arguing about something. He wasn't really focusing. And then the guy left in front of him, really angry. So he stepped up with bananas in his hand, asking him to make him a kunafa with bananas. So immediately, even before he asked him, the Egyptian was really angry and saying, So you just turned around and like, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> it was in Canada. Yeah, because Egyptians don't do that. Like, Damn. it's just like, it's like, I kind of like a troll. Like, no, yeah. it's like you're trolling me. Like, like but it would have been with or whatever. epic if he asked the same thing and actually gave him the bananas. Mumkin moz lo Kunafa bil moz. Yeah. That's, uh, that's offending in the 80s. Oh, okay. It was in the 80s. So, Aslan, yeah, people didn't know. Like, there wasn't but, internet to share this information. Yeah, but or even, right, it could happen today. I mean, not every. No, it's like. Would they? That would be kind of crazy. Like, wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe. No, I had I had an incident with the cashier also in, in the States that involved bananas. Not. <laughs> I went and and we were there when I was studying for my master's that I did not take. Mm. My mom should be proud. Um, Hi, mom. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I was and I went and Budur told me is like just get you know ingredients for masol, you know masol. Yep. Okay, so I went there and they had this like pita bread mm-hmm. that had no pockets. Okay. So you can't like open it. Okay. And it's perfect for masol. Okay. Uh, to use. So I bought the bananas, bought the sugar, and bought uh, the bread. And I'm at the cashier, and the guy is like. Beep, beep. And then he sees like me buying the pita bread, the pocketless pita bread. And suddenly the guy got like agitated. He's like, I'm sorry, but what what the hell are you going to do with the pocketless pita bread? Mm. You know, he's like... Is this an Arabic place? No, no, no. It's like a supermarket. I think Safeway or something. I don't, I don't remember. And the guy just suddenly got offended. He's like, what are you going to... How can you make sandwiches with bread that... Ca-? So explain this to me. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's thick. Okay. So so explain it to me. So it is it has air like it has a space inside but no. there's no opening. No, there's no, no space inside. Space. So it's like a tortilla. It's like tamis. It's like pita tortilla. Yeah. Tortillas. Yeah. But it's okay. it's thick. So okay. it's not a, it's not something you roll. Okay, okay. And it's like what the, what the hell are you going to do with this? Like you can't even make a sandwich with it. Oof. I tell him no, it's like you can put two <laughs> two on the uh, yeah. <laughs> like a regular sandwich. Yeah, but it's like big. It's like <laughs> 25 okay. centimeters it'll wide. It'll be sloppy. Okay. Yeah, it'll be sloppy. So I told him, well, well, there's this like dish we do where you you ground the bread and you put bananas and sugar and cardamom and it just like it's it's a it's a type of food that we dessert, eat. Yeah. Yeah, like dessert food is like and the guy was just like what? that sounds really delicious. <laughs> Can you get me the ingredients? I want to make you it. You changed his heart, Ahmad. He, he started his day with anger and frustration of not understanding who you uses gave him this bread. Exactly. <laughs> Masoop changed his life. 
and it was it was just funny it's like and i, I don't know why it's like it just came on to me it's like just me explaining i could have said it's like none of your business and just went my own way But it's like I couldn't. I just had to explain it. You have to. You had to share masoub. I had to share masoub. Masoub is something good to share. I'm bummed. I don't have any cool stories about bananas. Tocado. <laughs> 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 I'm sure you do. Just yeah, if you, if you. I mean, my stories compared to you guys are always really boring. So my relationship with bananas is, for some reason, every time I buy bananas, just one banana doesn't get eaten. <laughs> it becomes the brownest, most useless thing in the world, and I'm always feeling guilty. I'm like, damn it! Well, when how when, did I fail you? And then I look at it. You know how to prolong this? And I'm like, prolong, I love prolong bananas so they don't the go. plastic on top. Yeah, yeah. No, but there's Or something else you can do. Huh. When okay. it turns brown, huh. that's when you make masoub with it. Yeah, Keyword. that's the perfect masoub banana. Keyword is make. Yes, this And intimidates me. Okay, I do not okay. Like here's here's something even better. Huh. Just cut it off into like slices. Okay. Put it in a frying pan. Cool. And put, put some sugar. Some oil, some sugar. Or butter. Damn. Butter. Okay. Maybe butter. Damn. And um, some cardamom or cinnamon, whatever you like. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And just and stir. just stir it until it becomes soft and moist. And then make a sandwich. And then make a sandwich. <laughs> so now I have a story about bananas that I could be <laughs> excited about. And when I do you try this, you and when I put the kitchen on fire, then it'll be a cool story. Wow, okay, wow, 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 wow. I, I was just going to say <laughs> that. When you, once you try it and mess it up, then you have a story. Cool. Okay. I'm But you can't mess it up because I did it, and I don't usually do stuff in the kitchen. Other than cookies. Have you ever fried an Yeah, cookies. Huh? You did like did eggs? Okay, I'm not that bad. Okay, you're so right, right, yeah, right. it's it's exactly exactly like doing a sunny side up egg or scrambled egg. It's exactly like doing scrambled eggs, but with banana. Exactly the same. Yeah, okay, just cool. add sugar, butter, and cardamom. That's I it. I want a website like this, of like, okay, website, I can make scrambled eggs, and then it gives gives me a list of everything else that I can cook the exact same way. Actually, Khalid Omar. Hmm. Uh, a comedian who was on the show for like a few times. Um, Khalid Omar, the comedian. Anyways. I suck. I don't know if you were here when he came on the show. But he has, in his account, he does like these simple recipes that you can do at home with whatever you have. Mm -hmm. I think that would work for you, Khaira. Cool. Khaira is taking pictures. Yeah, I'm taking pictures. (laughs) I'm in the Mestadfer studio. It's been ages. It's been like six months. Six months? Yeah. Since, Since you've been me. here. You've been yeah. here in Vibes yeah. before? This yes. one? Yeah, yeah. I like what you did to the place. Oh, yeah, you've seen nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited Job. about I'm the changes. I've been saying this for a year now. Yes, yes, yes. But well, it's good. You're, you're increasing building the hype. Building up, yeah, <laughs> building up the hype. How are you guys doing? How's Elm? How's Karton Karton? How's well, Good Lektesh? For Elm, for Elm uh, honestly, the Corona kind of uh, hit us really hard. Mm. Hopefully we can come back very soon but uh, yeah we haven't published for three four months now mm. uh, with Karton Karton it was the exact opposite mm. we were not posting anything and when Corona happened it's like let's help our listeners and give them something to occupy their time and make them happy and we just started releasing episodes nice. weekly nice I loved loved the the segment where you took fan art and you made voices for them 
That's on Instagram. That was the coolest yes. thing ever. It was it was fun. It was really fun uh, doing it. You know, one of the things that just amazed me uh, the other day, uh, one of our listeners, hmm. we like to call them Karateen. Cute. <laughs> um little box yeah she she <laughs> didn't listen to the last episode and i think no actually she did she she did not attend the gathering that we did we did the carton carton gathering for like our second anniversary i'm so sad i missed it and she listened to the episode and she wanted to feel like she's a part of it so she got an actual box oh, no! put the blanket and a pillow in it sat in the box and listened to the episode And she took a picture of it and posted it online. And she had boxes for everybody to sit no, in? No, no, no. Well, we just oh. called them karateen. And okay. <laughs> so she wanted, she said, like, I wanted to feel like I was there. I so I just sat it. in the box and listened to the episode in the box. And I'm like, it's like, I never imagined somebody actually going this far. Yeah. And taking this this seriously. You yeah. know, like, it just blows my mind. It's also, actually, beautiful. it blows my mind that people are listening to this cat? stupid thing that we do, huh? Is she a cat? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she, she in a box? Be, did you see her? Know. Did she send you a picture? She could be a cat. Uh, I saw a picture, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different level of catfishing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's 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 I'm 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 grateful for everybody who listens to us on Mustadfir and Karton and any in Ilm and Zibda and all of it, but it's like I just can't believe people are like really taking this seriously. It's so cute. It Honestly. is serious. beautiful nice but it's fun that's what mistedford was from the beginning it's a serious podcasting production house just, for serious people yeah just don't listen to any of the episodes <laughs> <laughs> actually some episodes you know what we should we should do just playlists like yeah. serious episodes on like one playlist and stuff that's actually a very good idea actually Arabic, English, I, w- i would love uh, love love if we're talking Arabic. about features and stuff love 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 if people could see because we have guests that go on all of the different shows right so if people could see all of the episodes that this person was ever in mm. on the mustadfit network or sorry mustadfit production on the thing. website yep yeah 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 first of all let, ah, let, ah, let, let not, me oh, update ah. the website <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> then we'll talk about features it's something i always do like, i build these castles in the sky uh-huh. and I want to build these castles I just don't have the energy to do it yeah. so I don't do the the the, the easy stuff outsource <laughs> I hate outsourcing no way <laughs> I want to do everything you're wild yeah. I can't imagine that so you want to do everything yourself mm-hmm. yeah I have when, kind of the same problem when delegating We'll get it done and you can oversee. Oh, no, when wait. It, I think I might know why. Mm. Do you like delegating, the both of you? No, I can't trust anybody no, doing I, okay. I, I, <laughs> I like to delegate, yeah. especially the things that I don't want to do. Cool, cool, cool. However, it's like the core of what I do. Mm. I don't like to delegate it to anybody because I want it to be done in yes. a very specific way. So editing episodes, it's really hard. I mean, Budur gives me like... Uh, a hard time about like why are you editing every episode why can't you just delegate mm. for somebody else to do it it's like I can't yeah it's your form of expression right yeah and same for like, the website mm. I like already did it once they did a good job but there are some issues yeah so I had yeah. to take so in my short 
10 year career. I, uh, I took maybe like 12 different leadership courses, specifically about like delegation, team cohesion, collaboration, stuff like that. I don't think I would be in the position I'm in where I can delegate and oversee and allow uh, a norm or a system to form over months if I didn't do those things. So it's not something that comes naturally, especially if if uh, you're dealing with like Mustafa is your baby, right? Look, for, for me, for me, it happened before where I, when I was working as an architect, where I had people working with me and my team, and I trained them for months and months. And then after a while, it's just like, I can trust them with anything because now they see with the same quality and same eyes that I use. And also sometimes they bring it stuff to the table that I didn't really think of or mm-hmm. didn't see. Mm-hmm. So it's like once you have the time to train people and they're dedicated, mm-hmm. I can trust people and I can delegate. Mm-hmm. But if it's like freelancers or people come and go, and it's like, I can't really waste time with them because they're not here, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to actually do that. So with... Mustadfir specifically, um, and Karton Karton, because they're like also kind of my babies, it's, I want them to be in a certain way. Mm. Um, other than my OCD with the number, like the, you know, minute and hour and, Which and, and second you can number. Let go. I cannot let go. No, he no can't. if I did the part, if I did the editing. If you did the editing, that, that's yeah, fine. That's, that's your way of letting go. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I, I don't care. But it's like. It's interesting. You know, I've always been an admirer of you guys' way of working together when you don't explicitly say what you want from each other, but you just do it. It's like you guys are psychically connected. How does that happen? Do tell. This is the second time we've been asked this in the past two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> who, who was it? Demiri. Ah, Tariq, yeah. Tariq. Tariq and Miri. Um, do you have this relationship know. with anybody else? No. I don't think so. For me, maybe he has it with Hashim. But Hashim is the opposite of me. I mean, we 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 do see eye to eye in, in, in a lot of things, but personality-wise, you and me are more alike than a lot of other people. I mean, we are different, and like I, I just jump into stuff, and you like to study it and wait, and you have a hard time starting something. Mm. But everything, the our approach to everything is kind of the same. That's We're wild. both laid back. We both don't care what people think. We both want to have high quality stuff mm. and i think that's that's what made this you know good and when when uh Tariq, he was with us on the podcast and he was asking all these questions and we were talking it's like i don't we don't remember ever arguing about something to the point where we were, we were fighting mm. or i don't think he never offended me with something i never offended him with something knock on wood <laughs> but it's <laughs> okay خلاص <laughs> But I don't know. I mean, I mean, we are we are alike in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I think that made. I mean, we have, from my perspective, something bigger that we're looking at, which is Mustafir, and both of us don't want anything to jeopardize it. And I don't think we have big enough egos to, like, this is no, no, my, my way or the highway or do we do veto some things? Like some things that I'm says, you know what? No, this I, I'm not going to do this. Or we're gonna not not gonna do this, mm. and I'm like, "Khalas, okay." And sometimes I tell him, "No, this is what we're gonna do." Mm. And but it's not always. Mm. It's like we know when somebody is really, you know, adamant about something that they want it a certain way. But it's very rare. It doesn't really happen a lot. That's wild. That's very special. 
Alhamdulillah, you guys are really lucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm really having a hard time trying to remember like how can we like how can two individuals in life who have a working relationship for over five to six years never have a conflict <laughs> like i was like i'm so lucky man <laughs> maybe maybe that's the maybe you both deal with confrontation the same way for you guys are speaking your same conflict language so when something does come up you just understand each other's languages. You know, part of it also is that we're very um, transparent. Mm. What I like about Tlaibas in general, mm-hmm. not just Rami. They're yeah. assholes. <laughs> no, they're, they're, no? I've never met a Tlaiba I didn't like. Okay, good. <laughs> they, they are a quiet <laughs> Neither <taste>. have I. <laughs> <laughs> they are an acquired taste because they say it as it is. Yes. And a lot of people can't stand that. Yes. It's like, and that's what I love about it. It's like, I love people who just say it as it is. They don't sugarcoat something yeah. and they're very, you know, in your face. Yeah. It's like, if you do something, they're going to call you out and say, hey, what you just did was stupid. Yeah. And th- there's no mystery. Like, it's amazing for me because I don't like, you know, thinking and speculating. Oh, what do they mean? It's like, no, no, no. Okay. I give you as it is. That's why we 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 don't get along, right? Huh? That's why you and I don't get along. I think we get along. You said I can't. Huh? No, I mean I can't uh, do that um guessing of ah, okay, okay. is this person offended yeah, yeah, of me or not? Khalas, I gave up like 3 years ago. I just couldn't I I, I tried really hard to assimilate and become more Arab and then Khalas, I was like, <laughs> "You know what?" That. I'm oh, American. Sorry, sorry, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we tolerated some, <laughs> not all. <laughs> um, okay, listen. So give me a run through. What uh, what Mustadfir shows are there going and how's it going with COVID? We have Mustadfir, we have Alma Fem, we have Azibda, we have Karton Karton, we have Coach, Coach Talk. And there is another show. Ta'ala, good luck. I stopped doing. I want to do the 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 recap the so I can one. use the what what we recorded. Okay. What like we recorded? I recorded with Khaira three years ago. We I think we should give up on the Arabic one and I just do a normal English. No, one no, too. forget forget about the language thing. Huh. But it's like I recorded with Khaira a Taala Gulak like eight segments yeah. talking about what in Dubai different stuff. Yeah, about what like Khaira is great like with. I ask her a question. The, the, no, the format of Taala Gulak is like you basically ask. In-depth questions about certain I topics. I think Khaira is 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 good with this because yeah. she she she's she can go deep. Yeah, yeah. I asked her. Uh, I asked her like eight questions, and she woman explained like eight times. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to throw that. I love it. But it was like I'm two, gonna woman explain all over the place. That's amazing. <laughs> it was two three years ago, and Khaira then. It was personal. Mm. So Khaira then is different than Khaira now. Yeah. And I never published it. That's wild. Because I was just too lazy. Because um, that was at, in the middle of my delegate. MBA. <laughs> I couldn't delegate. I couldn't delegate. <laughs> Call back. Yeah. Um, so, and I was busy with other stuff and Iftah Simpson and all of that. So I just, I just forgot about it. Mm. And now I want to use it, yeah. but I feel like it's outdated. Yeah. Because Khaira is different. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? Why not? We play that, yeah. like bring her in. Before and after. Yes, I bring her in. She listens to what she said. And it's just like less than 10 minutes okay. each one. And I fight. Khaira, Khaira reacts to Khaira. Khaira I reacts love it. to Khaira. 
And then we see KK go cray cray. You you <laughs> heard it here first, folks. Be sure to follow like KK goes cray cray. <laughs> That's our new podcast. <laughs> oh my god, that would be amazing. Just you coming in and letting it all out. Yeah. <laughs> About everything you don't. I, I, me and Nisreen wanted to make a podcast like that. Of course, it would be anonymous because we would be like cussing like sailors and stuff. Um, and we wanted to have it. <laughs> we we give each other voice notes, ranting about the same thing. <laughs> But like we we go to the topic where we put our arm around our head and touch the other ear. Like, like that's do you how have we like a lot of uh, voice notes on WhatsApp? So cussing, many cussing like different situations and every day. What we do, what you can we, do that and just have like uh, commentary. Yeah, like, and just stitch it, stitch all of these using commentary. I know, but you'll have to anonymize it somehow. Yeah. yeah. And it's not going to be as fun if you don't know that it's us. I think Nisreen is the closest person relationship to what you guys both have, me and Nisreen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think there is potential, especially if you package it in. I don't know what kind of rants you're having, but if they are about like life in Jeddah. It's it's very specific to either what's happening inside of us or how we're angry at the world. Yeah. So it's only those two It's not about things. Jinda, like, never, never. Okay. No, it's like, never like, about topics. It's always uh, about like our perception of the world and what's happening inside of us. No, that won't work. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's I think it's hilarious though. We wanted to also create a makeup vlog. <laughs> How great would that be? Yeah. Two I... people that hate makeup <laughs> teaching you how to use makeup badly. That would work. Artistry. How to work. make yeah? <laughs> how, how to make bad makeup? Yep. yep. No, no. It's just like if you don't like makeup, this is what you need to do. Yeah. To use whatever makeup you can use. And the conversations I have in groups of women, usually these are women who are super high achievers and they only wear makeup because it's like something they have to do to be presentable or whatever. And when you're in those rooms with people, it's so funny. Like the tips and tricks of, yeah, if you do your makeup professionally, just go ahead and put on a sleep mask for the night and you can use it the next day or something like that. Any actual makeup enthusiast that listens to our conversation has a heart attack every time we say something. They're like, no, what are you doing? No, it's so bad for your skin. You're going to get wrinkles. And we're like, yeah, we're going to get wrinkles. It's fine. I don't get people's obsession with trying to hold on to youth to youth no but yeah, no no but the thing is it. the thing is you're going to like what i understood like a face mask would yeah. uh save a lot of time it, it it'll just hold the makeup in place and it will save time yep yeah right? it's so efficient but if i do it the way the professional wants to oh, do it man. i'll be spending two hours every day which is time well, lost or like 30 minutes Still, yeah. time lost, yeah. right? And then how yeah. much so, how much time taking it off? In a way, yeah. you're growing older anyways. No. Oh. Because you're throwing away the time in your youth. Whoa. <laughs> that you could have used. cracked the code about uh, holding on to youth. By focusing on holding on to looking young, you're missing out on, on living young. young. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. Mind blown. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But see, it's like, what I'm talking about is like people who like plan it. It's like when I get this old, 
I'm going to start doing, you know, uh, uh, procedures to, you know, pull my skin or I don't know, stuff that they want to do to their faces and to their bodies and especially faces. And I'm like, why? I Just live your time. I'm balding. It's identity. I'm put, putting now. That's, <laughs> no, no, that's different. Balding is a disease. <laughs> it's something that happens that's abnormal. So you're fixing it. I have uh, my one milliliter every day, uh, two milliliters, one mm. in the morning, one in the day. But uh, I'm talking night. about changing your features. Yeah, yeah I know. To look I'm younger, just, which doesn't work. It's a, it's an identity thing because on the same note, like let's take, um, in my experience, when I was going through the toughest time during university, I kept on being really annoyed with having new behavior patterns or having like more care towards myself mm-hmm. because I felt like that's not who I am. For example, let me give you a really practical example. When I was quitting smoking cigarettes, I kept thinking, yeah, ages ago. You I smoked? Started, yeah, dude. I was, uh, Never, okay, I wasn't was, heavy. Yeah. It was like maybe six cigarettes a day or something. It wasn't that bad, like a pack a week. Back when packs were only seven reals. No, that's not a pack a week. That's a pack every three days. No, it's 20. 20 divided by six. So I never. Sm- oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I never smoked, but I was always smoking. But anyway, uh-huh. anyway, we're going to get back to how spectacular Ahmad is in a second. So when I was <laughs> quitting smoking, I was like, if I don't have a cigarette in my hand in photos, yeah, and he, it, it was very symbolic, especially at that age, right? Because I was 20 or whatever. So it was very symbolic. And it's like, who would I be? If I wasn't a cigarette smoker, I'd be some sober, fancy, schmancy, uptight Karen. Like that was my thinking. There right? was no Karen back then as an expression. You, you get what I mean. You okay. get what I mean. You had issues. So, <laughs> so likewise, when people are doing procedures to themselves, it's more like. A, if I'm not this beautiful, who am, who I? am I? First of all, you're not beautiful. Not you. Whoever is talking. But <laughs> that, was, that was painful. Good save, no. Ahmad. Now I know what you really think of me. I'm not talking about you. But it's like, no, no. Everybody's it, beautiful. No, in all seriousness, you are beautiful. And it's like when I, when I look Cute. at people, like as, as, as everybody, everybody's beautiful in their own way. And it's like growing older and, and having that, those features of, of, of time um, on your face is part of who you are. I guess and the experiences you had. It's like what you can't be what you can't see. And if someone has only ever seen people who look older, who like go into, um, you know, retirement mode of being more quiet in life, then like they can't make the connection in their head that actually, yeah, you can look like that and be a badass. But it's like you can be a badass in, in, in any age. It's you. Yeah. But I think I think it's p- part of it also being happy with who you are. Yeah. That that's that's essential. And yeah. and for for a long time I wasn't happy with who I was. Not not the way I look because I always look like shit. So it doesn't really matter. But it's like from my perspective. Mm. But it's just like I don't I don't want to hold on to something that I know I cannot hold on to. The thing is, it's not just about holding on. Like, I see a lot of people who just overdo it. Mm. It's just actually very ugly. Mm. Just stay like but in, in your circle, natural state. In their circle of like procedure enthusiasts, they look normal. But, yeah, here, but that's a wild thing. 
No, no, but here's the thing. It's yeah, like it looks it looks ugly to anybody else outside. No, but it's like circle. I cannot I cannot argue looks. Hmm. Okay, because it's beauty, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So you can't really say if this is beautiful or not because some people, as she said, might see it as beautiful. I don't, mm. but I I don't judge people. Mm. It's like whatever makes you happy, you do it. Mm. I just said I don't understand it, mm. and I'm, I'm and I'm trying to find. I mean, and if understand. somebody looks completely fake and just unnatural, like puffed up the cheeks idea. and like high high cheekbones and like very stretchy skin and very big lips, like unnaturally big lips, not just like slightly unnatural. Like mm. you you know what I'm talking like yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Sometimes you like like they look like tigers. Yeah. You know? No, but people yes, yeah, people people who overdo it. Some people do like small yeah. procedures. Some people do whatever procedures. And but the thing is, a lot of these things are not reversible. You cannot go back to whatever natural state you were. Mm. And for me personally, as Ammar, I, I I'm always scared of this. That's why I don't like to do any operations. Mm. It's like I feel like I don't want to alter something that I can't get back. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like from my perspective. Trying to hold on to something that you're gonna lose anyways, mm. um, it's it's just making it more agonizing to you mm. because if you look at it the way we age, it happens gradually. So by the time you get to a certain state, you're always accustomed to how you look now. Mm-hmm. You know, so by the time you get really old and wrinkly, you wouldn't it wouldn't really hit you all at once. Yeah, and and that's one of the things like. Now Allah, I find it's like it's this is this is a blessing mm-hmm. from Allah. Know that this happens and and takes this time. But mm-hmm. when you start holding on to it and fixing it, fixing it, fixing it, there will come a point where you can't fix it anymore. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you will look way worse than what you would have looked like if you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's my concern with the whole thing. And I'm just trying to find meaning. It's like why are you really doing this? Because maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but from, it's like this is this is how knowing, I see. It. From knowing the people, and like it's it's interesting that even though I've always been in male dominated spaces at work, at home, usually the women like go into like we we naturally segregate for whatever reason. Yeah. So from the conversation, so you have that experience in your family too. Uh, of people who've done procedures? No, no. Separating. Uh, segregate, segregate. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, it's even stronger because most of my family um, have the way of thinking in South Africa or Pakistan. So it's that Western Muslim way of doing things where it's just so natural that oh, okay. it's backed up. Anyways, yeah. Going um, so, so what I noticed is it's... Uh, When it comes to procedures, it's not just that they want to feel beautiful in their own eye, which which has a very specification of what beauty is. It's also that they want to show that they tried to look beautiful, like the 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 effort or showing that you worked on it is just as powerful and just as important as looking better. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. But it's like, it, it, it still doesn't like make... Like you tried. Yeah. But it does still, what, what doesn't make sense to me is like, and just to be clear, I'm not talking about people who think that they have a certain flaw in their look and they fix it. Mm-hmm. That's different. Yeah. I'm talking about the people who are getting older and mm-hmm. they start putting Botox and they start like, you know, coloring their hair back to like... Facelifts. Yeah. And facelifts and stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about. So... It's it's if if I'm gonna use an analogy, it's like you have 
uh, a Lexus, mm-hmm. you know, and then to maintain that Lexus and to make it look more beautiful, you use Lexus parts and put it on it and just to make it and clean it up and take it to waxing and all, that's fine. Mm. What I don't, I, I mean, like, what doesn't make sense to me is like when people take this Lexus and they want to make it look new, so they start putting you know, plastic bags on the, on, on the seats and, mm. you know, and, and just, you know, changing stuff and putting, buying stuff like, And you, you can know, no longer find Lexus parts because it's like 30 years old. So you buy like, Exactly. So you third, buy the new third, ones. Third party. Third or, party or like, like what, what Lexus is out now. So you buy the grill for the new Lexus and put it on the old Lexus. It, it doesn't look good. Mm. It's like, okay, you have a new grill, but it doesn't fit the whole car. You know, that, that's what I have a problem with. It's like, keep your model clean keep it fresh keep it whatever don't try to put features on it that doesn't re- like younger features that doesn't really work because eventually it looks it will look like a mutant there's also the point that we're ignoring where in whatever culture you're looking at women are only sought after when they're young That's true, um, but also just to, to glo- uh, disclosure, I'm talking about both male and female, not just women, mm. because there there are men who also do this. Yeah, but Rogaine. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like what you're saying is it is true. I mean, and and people, and I and I do see it as uh, you know, in some cases, um, I'm considerate because. There might be women who feel like, well, even if they're married, their husbands would actually look at somebody else if they don't mm. seem younger. But like with me, with Badur, I try so hard to tell oh her, my God. don't even, you know, color the, the gray hairs you have. I like it. Mm. You know, I like the fact that we are growing older together. Mm. It's like this is proof of the time we had and the history we have. Mm. I don't want you to change anything. But mm. not all men are like you. I'm up. No, no, I know. I understand. You're a cat. You're a steel. <laughs> oh, of course. I told you I was. I, I, I never smoked, but I'm always smoking. So, <laughs> no, this dad joke level. It's been so long since I've heard a Ammar dad joke. But it's true. Okay, I'm okay. I've recovered. I've recovered. I'm tearing up, you guys. Have any of your children ever told you like you have to say that that joke? A kid. They don't really like it all the time. Um, they cringe. By, okay, so you're not... Why they don't yeah. really like it all the time, that means they regularly tell you that. Are they regular? Sometimes. Do they roll he, their eyes at you? They smirk. Um, n- never roll their eyes. Okay, okay. They laugh. Um, Good behavior. Dana sometimes starts doing these jokes, so she's <laughs> picking it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm proud of that. I love it. Yeah. I love outsourcing dad joke, Dana. She's going to be a powerhouse. Um, questions, really quick. What are you insecure about aesthetically about yourself? Myself, I think my weight. Oh. Yeah, my big gut. I don't like that. <laughs> What about you? How about many me? times should I tell I told you to, to do a diet or... Go to gym I, 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 yeah, I, you, I can't you stay did consistent. it for a while when you were in Abu Dhabi. I think there was lots of walking or something. I don't uh, remember. Nothing happened. He's have really, you ever, he's, he's really bad. Have you ever enjoyed? We're gonna lose him early. Out? What about basketball? 
Yeah. It's like it would suit you. Now, Hamza is into really into basketball. Hamza's like his dream is to become an NBA player. He's not. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the NBA. He's not. And I'm going to be a first round pick. He's not. I, well, why? Because he's not in the ecosystem that enables that. <laughs> How old is he now? 15. Too old. <laughs> You no, can, no, 15. You can throw him at a boarding, like no, a summer camp. What I for... told him, well, now we can't do anything oh, with shit, COVID. Yeah, sorry. But I told them, listen, if if you are, by the time you finish high school, if you're the best player, like in your region, mm. like in, in that, that it's like, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll consider it. Mm. But it's like, other than that, if you don't work hard at it, and, and I'm, I'm not going to send you anywhere. Mm. Because if, if you're not the best here, you cannot make it in the NBA. Mm. And, and, and he now, has to go through like NCAA first, and no, no. There's there's a lot of players now. If you don't follow the NBA, like half the NBA is foreign players. They yeah, get them from Greece and from from you know Africa and from different places, and they play in their countries, and then they draft them to go yeah, and play there. So how do you deal with these feels about weight? Uh, I just act like they're not there. Cool. <laughs> Oh, I love that. No, it's like that's what my therapist likes to do too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm concerned, and I keep just you know blaming myself for like I don't know. I'm not giving myself a good time about it. It's like I should exercise. I should try to you know maintain whatever health I have to so I can live longer. Um, I am in the exact same position for the first time in my life. Half of my clothes I can't wear; they're too tight. COVID oh, did I, not treat me well. I have that for years. <laughs> you know what happened? You, you know, you keep all the tight things because oh, like, yes. I'm going oh, yes. to lose oh, yes. I Like half of my closet is like shirts that doesn't fit. <laughs> so what I did was the ones that I'm not like, I don't want to throw away, but I'm, I know you that I'm not going to wear them. No, no, no. You cut out the, the No, no, no. Shirt. I did oh. something even better. Okay. I got them all out okay. and then got the kids. It's like, okay, whoever wants these shirts, uh-huh. you can take them. Nobody took anything. No, no, they took them. <laughs> Your they legacy. Oh, yes, yes, they oh, took them. God. Especially Dana. Because, T-shirts? Yeah, because when, when like... Baggy shirts. She, yeah, for her, it's a little bit baggy. And it's also, they're not my size. I mean, they're they're like tight on me. Yeah. So she just took them. So now I feel proud. I was like, oh, these are my shirts and Dana are wearing them. And she loves like the... And of course, Budur doesn't like them because she wants her to dress up like a lady. <laughs> and now she's dressed up in a like a Peter Griffin <laughs> shirt. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles shirt. <laughs> And the other day, it's like I was walking out of my room. She's walking out of her room, and she's like has a Michelangelo shirt, and I'm Donatello. It's like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> and Badoon is like in the corner, being like, "What did I do to deserve uh, this?" And then another day, it's like I'm wearing this Steven Universe this, shirt. This and guy Sadia has, has Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pajamas. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> I have Snoopy pajamas. What you saying? You're forty year old man. Forty <laughs> one. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> Ammar, what does Rami say? Look, look again. So he's like, I look, look, look. In are Dubai, you annoyed? I saw him wearing it. Yeah, no. I, are you like, annoyed? I just that remember we don't have... my my huh? six year old Kinan. Like, <laughs> like, but like double the size. True, true story. In all cases, whenever I meet children, because I'm scared of children, the one thing that we can agree on is the cartoons that we both watch. <laughs> And that's the basis of getting yeah, along like with Now COVID. I'm wearing a Steven Universe shirt. Yeah. I bought this shirt because the character on the show wears this shirt. Yeah. Mm. And he has a big gut like me. So yeah. it's like now I'm I, Steven I thought Universe. it was a Hardy's t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Rami? What about me? What? Insecurities. <sighs> I can say. What? 
<laughs> really, I don't you're know. Not supposed, that's not the point. Of this. <laughs> See, this is how transparent him, we are. No, what you're gonna it? give him new insecure. Oh, go, go no, for I it, think for it. I think maybe your hair. Yeah, probably. Okay. And it used to be my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. How did that even come up in conversation? My ass. Yeah, like it was huge. Now I, I joined I, the gym. No, my confusion. I'm okay now. My confusion is that I didn't. I didn't know that guys had those. No, I have like this North African gene. Like you have like the big Egyptian <laughs> gene. Like you have big ass. I don't know if Hakim has it or not. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But now I'm I'm okay. You know why? Because you just always wear tight pants. That's why. <laughs> No. Just wear normal guy baggy <laughs> pants and you wouldn't have that problem. They're not it's normal just, anymore. This is, I'm this, is, this is your way like of hiding things, right? You have to you have to say old fashioned baggy pants to him. Back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So That's these wild. two things. How did you deal? Uh I joined the gym. Cool. And bought Rogaine. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so we're I looking at two very nothing. different What about places? you? You're not no. going to get off easily. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait. We need a whole nother episode for insecurities. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I just have... Let me think about it. So my nose. I'm really insecure about my nose. I, uh, my, my family, there were two, two sides of my nose. So this hook thing over here. Nobody sees it. Nobody sees it because I have glasses and it's the only reason why I'm not getting LASIK or whatever laser procedure for my glasses because I need my glasses to hide it. I still can't see your hook with your glasses off. Still, no. Are you wearing no, no, your look, glasses? Look, Khaira, huh? this is a I mean, whatever, man. We're the same. We have the same Khaira, whatever, uh, intensity. Whatever. Really. So, so there's so that. Just ignore it. <laughs> Do that. My <laughs> just like what my therapist said. Um, no. Really? You weren't joking. And then the the width of my nose. So when I was a kid, my family told me to put a clothespin on my nose. <laughs> what? So it would be like this. Can so you imagine easy. how cute I would be if my nose no. was like this? No. I'm squishing the sides of my nose, you guys. No. But, you look like the cat lady. Uh, what's the cat lady? Like plastic procedure. Overdone. Oh, okay, lady. okay. The tiger lady. No, see, yeah, this, is, this is another thing. It's like the standard of beauty is bullshit. Yeah, that people have. It's white beauty, exactly. Right? That's what that's what in my head and for my family, it makes it more complicated that we actually have white people in our family, so we equate that to no. But beauty. when I when I keep talking to people, it's like, and they say, "Oh no, this this nose is not beautiful because it's a little bit rounder." Who said so? Yeah, I see it beautiful. I see it like whatever imperialism God, said so. Well. F Screw them. the imperialist. <laughs> but it's it's no, it's like and and even like I have curly hair. Yeah. And then and now I have long hair. So if I leave it, everybody around me is like, comb your you hair. No it. sometimes. Oh my god, I wouldn't see you in a fro. I've never seen that. <laughs> but it's like the people like if you have to straighten it out yeah. and comb it and yep. like hold it with gel or something yeah. so it can look presentable, quote unquote. And what is presentable? It's white it's, people. It, hair. Exactly, white people hair. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And and it's like no, it shouldn't. I you, I mean having an afro should be fine. Yeah. Hasaria has like big, mashallah, curly hair now, mm. and it's like if ever he has it out like in in in, in the curls and everything, and you know old fashioned people. Mm. Would look at it and it's like, no, you should I, comb I, your hair. I remember I saw a tweet a few weeks ago, hmm. somebody comparing two Google results, professional hair, hairdos and yeah. unprofessional hairdos. When you look at the professional pictures, you have all these like female professional. The, the, the search query was female professional 
uh, looks I think I saw it on and unprofessional. Mm. So <laughs> the professional were like white ladies with hair down, straight, and the unprofessional was like black ladies with froze. So sick. <laughs> It's the reality of those underlying systemic uh, issues we got and the belief system that we have. But yeah, and my eyes. My eyes are very small. You're, you're Afro-Chinese. That's why glasses are so important <laughs> to me. Because they make them bigger? Because they hide all of the things that I don't want people to see. So you're like superwoman. <laughs> Which is so funny because actually, Hakim, I know for a fact, I ignored you, but it I was know. because I got distracted. I know. I'm like superwoman? Like Superman uses the glasses to hide their eyes. Ah, yes, 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 yes. So you're using... That's yeah. exactly it. So you're saying it's sad because Hakim? Uh, Hakim has, was only attracted to me because, I mean, not only, but Siani, <laughs> <laughs> Hakim was primarily attracted to my nose. And I know this because he tells me what he finds attractive whenever there's a cute girl that comes on TV. She always has an interesting nose. He doesn't like the noses that I think would have been more superficially Which attractive. goes back to what I was saying. We cannot judge people by standards of beauty because yeah. each person's... Standard of beauty is different. Yeah. So it's wild because technically the 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 love of my life, my dream guy, is totally cool with my insecurities. Yeah. Otherwise, he. But I can't. Made. I can't comprehend that. I don't know why. And that's your problem. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. And, and that so my therapist says, ignore it and get distracted by eating more food. This episode is sponsored by Khaira's <laughs> Therapist. <laughs> that doesn't exist. No, I do have a real therapist, but she's a good one. The therapist that I'm talking about now doesn't It's exist. It's just me. Because those are really bad advices. And if your therapist has to ignore stuff, please. Just like take all everything Fine. you don't like and just pile it down and push it down. <laughs> suppress it. Yeah, yeah, suppress it. Don't mention it. It's like there's already already a big pile. Just just put on top. Put it in the garbage <laughs> compactor. PSA, PSA, if you said things, please reach out Fire to Mr. to find a better one. <laughs> we, should, we should have a therapist on an episode yeah diagnosing us <laughs> dude i think all all the good ones would be really uncomfortable with that though that's a bummer that's because so they you wouldn't find, be good find an incompetent one <laughs> <laughs> no it's actually if you are confident if you're a confident therapist if no, you're but a good part, therapist part of their industry like uh, patient doctor uh, privilege is something sacred you can't There's just that, but also, record that and put uh, it in public also for credibility is they can't they can't like give out diagnoses like this they have to like sit with you yeah like, he's, he's minutes. talking about that record that session <laughs> yeah i'm talking about you recording go that deep. session yes i don't care you could edit it you're I right no Yeah, I don't think, and this is another thing that we have, Bardo Rami and I, in common. It's like we don't give a crap about editing something out; just put it out there. He's like nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I beg to differ. We Now have, we have we thousands. have our three friends. Oh no, they grew to five fans. <laughs> it is funny how sometimes people come and say like I was one of those three at the beginning. <laughs> we have we have like ten thousand of these for yeah. three, right? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, guys, this was so much fun. What, you're leaving? Can we do this regularly? Yes. Yes, we can. Like, I, I forgot you. how much I love this. I forgot how much I love talking What are you in a microphone. Now? What are you up to now? In life? Yeah. Khaydabee.com. Uh, I'm a personal branding coach and life okay. coach. You're a life coach? Yeah. 
you tell people to live. Exactly. So that's literally the whole hour is they come to me. Live, damn it. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, shukran. Here's my money. Yeah. Nice. No, um, what I do is I have the personal branding business, um, which is all about like self-promotion. So what I noticed is there were a lot of people, because I have a three-month program, yeah? But there were a lot of people that couldn't keep up with the commitment of the program or they had anxiety or they had productivity that I wasn't covering in my main three-month program. So I created um, a life coaching program for them to deal with the anxiety and productivity so that they can get ready for the... So it's like a prerequisite. Nice. Is this a sponsorship? Uh, no, just a plug. End of, end, a, end of episode it's plug. It's a healthy plug. Yes, It's a healthy, it is. nice, you, self-promoting you, plug. You can come in, plug anything you want, any day. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And how can people sign up for this? Khairabi.com. Just Khairabi.com. Except for Snapchat. K-H-A-Y-R-A-B.com. And then you scroll down and there's like a bunch of social media icons. Nice. It's fancy. And um, thank you, Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. No, it's not. Um, well, We would love it to be though. Yeah, why not? If, I mean, they're sponsoring you work, everything else. Yeah. For not? 10 years, the other day I was looking up uh, a show I used to watch Technically, in like 2007. Technically, all you have to do is get the... A web show. You just go on the website and you sign up for really? their affiliate program or really? whatever. Maybe yeah. we're just lazy. <laughs> See, if we had Khaira with us, now she would have done that. No, but seriously, it's like every time I watch a video online, it's like it's sponsored by Squarespace. Yeah. It's like... what I nice. was watching a, yeah. a web a web episode uh, that other day in 2007. I used to love right, like this show. And I looked it up two days ago. Mm. Squarespace was there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just today, I was, I was watching a video um, on uh, a Crash Course. Do you know that series of videos on YouTube, Crash mm-hmm. Course? Mm-mm. Anyways, it's nice. Check it out. Cool. Um, they're also it? sponsored by... It just, they give you give like... You, a, yeah, you're just looking for crash, shortcuts. No, a Crash Course. You don't want to learn anything. You just want to take shortcuts, huh? You don't want to take the long form. You don't want to read a book. No, you just want... No, no yeah. I want notes. people to read books and tell me what, <laughs> what, what they learned. Yeah. Um, so this is... So Ammar... Yes. Masterclass is really good for that too, by the way. It's too long for him. Chris Voss. Oh man, you would love it. It's in the episodes, like 15 minute chunks. Chris Voss on Masterclass talks about the art of negotiation. Mm. I saw the trailer for it. He's cute too. So that was probably where that. most of my attention came from. But then I also took really good information. <laughs> well, at least you got something out of it. <laughs> Khaira, it's been amazing. Thanks. Thank you for coming back. For, and, and people actually asked for you Aww. to be back. No. Uh, yeah. Can you guys tell me, what am I to Mustad for now? I'm a co-founder because I was around. But like, what am I now? How do I tell people, like, what do you do with Mustad for? And I go like, take a listen to a zibda. I'll tell you later. <laughs> But no, what are know. you to a zibda? Uh, I'm the executive producer. So, like, there's a job title. Okay, so, yes, say that. Well, you, What are you guys to, Ms. Tadfir? I don't think you... I think this is the secret of how you guys work. We there's have no, no labels. Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, the only labels we have is that he's a technical officer, I'm a creative officer, and that's it. Cool. Uh, I take care of creative, he takes care of technical. I can still Whenever he has time, hmm. which he doesn't. Damn. 
And he's not you angry. You still have a corp job? <laughs> no. You don't have a corporate job anymore? No. No. So you're in Jeddah again? Yes. <gasps> oh my God. The world is so different now. Yeah. And that's why this episode happened. It's uh, like, I'm in Jeddah. He's in Jeddah. Whoa. I'm, I'm quarantined in Jeddah. <laughs> yeah. And he's quarantined in Jeddah. Yeah. I'm unemployed. He's unemployed. Lovely. No, I am self employed. <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking. It's like we started Mustadfir when we both didn't have jobs. Yes. Then in the middle, we both had jobs and Mustadfir really fell down. And now we're back. That's wild. Jobless. Your lives Mustadfir. are still going in parallel. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying. But it's. Um, Yeah, I think you, you're just a Mustadfir. Cool. You're like an original OG, Mustadfir OG. <gasps> yes. I would like merch to prove yep. this. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, whenever we have the money to do so. Cool, cool, cool. We'll make merchandise. Cool, cool, cool. Actually, I was talking to him about, but this is me gimmicking up everything. Yeah. So it might not happen. <laughs> but I was talking about, it was like, we, I, I would like to have merch for, yeah, for us. Yeah. People who were like, who actually created the network mm-hmm. when we did. Um, and I wanted to have something also specific for people who actually can't come on the show. Ooh. Um, so if you ever were on an episode of Mustadfir, you would have something special that only you and other people like you would have. So it's like, like a club. I love it. And I, I am working on, 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 on doing like an Excel sheet mm-hmm. to know who, who's the, you know, the top guest who had the most appearances on Mustadfir. Dude. And legit. then we'll like have like a top top Mustadfir like club can we can we make that directory would it be easy enough on WordPress just to like add a new module for guests Mm -hmm. same way it's Mm co-hosts you know because I like it it? I liked it on um, SNL where they have like the five timers club or something with the people who hosted the show like more than five times yeah yeah Um, so I want to do the same thing with with uh, and they go guests. into like the fancy lounge and stuff. And yeah, I love that so much. Well, anyways, mm-hmm. so okay, bye. Thank you. See ya. Khaira. Bye. That's our episode. Cool. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Goodbye. Just stop the recording. <laughs> <laughs>